Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Welcome to Come to Your Senses, the School of Sensual Living podcast. I'm your host, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through pleasure, mindfulness, embodiment, femininity, beauty, art, and of course, everyday sensuality. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. So in the moment that I am recording this podcast, there is red clay under my fingernails, and I'm actually still in my pajamas because this morning I got a call at 6 a.m. from my partner that his dog had passed away unexpectedly in his yard I drove over there and we buried her this morning and it was very sad and very tender and it was a perfect primer for reflection of what I wanted to talk to you about today, which is the art of the sacred pause. So Monday mornings are kind of my get up and go time. I get up, I do an early workout, I launch into all the things that I'm going to do that day and for the week. I really love my Mondays, but it was so clear that there was just nothing to be done or nothing to be experienced other than being right there for my partner and right there for his pup. And so the sacred pause There's a lot of different ways that we take the sacred pause. Some ways are intentional. Some ways are brought upon us. And kind of what gave me the idea of this episode is that in my membership program, I've been teaching a membership for about four years in several different iterations. You know, recently I've just been reflecting on how to be of maximum service to my clients. And while it has been such a deep honor to be a part of these women's lives, some of them who have been members for for four full years, who I see every single month on the classes and on the Q&As, it has become very clear to me that it's time to pause and reflect due to the nature of a membership where I create new content 
every week. That means that over the last four years, there have been over 200 new pieces of content (laughs) created. And just like on our planet, there is no such thing as perpetual summer. Everything goes through a season and a cycle, even if those changes and shifts are subtle. There is also no such thing as perpetual spring and summer in the human body and in the psyche and in the spirit. And so I also uh, launched a coaching program, which I have shared about here on the podcast in the last few episodes. And so I announced to my membership last month that we were going to be going on the sacred pause for a couple of months so that I could reevaluate and reflect on all that we've created together over the last four years. And I was very nervous about it. You know, I was very nervous of disappointing them or losing them. And the feedback that I've gotten has just been so extraordinary. And it's great because, you know, members are emailing saying, how can I download the meditations for while we're in the sacred pause, you know? And it's just, it's so special to have language around this process of the very necessary cycle of pausing in the cycle of creation. And so what we're going to talk about today are some small, subtle ways that you can both practice the sacred pause in your day-to-day, but also embrace the sacred pause. Because Whether you know it or not, even if you lead an extremely busy life, as so many of us do, there are always moments of the sacred pause happening. And sometimes it's not so much about you doing anything or initiating anything, but it's simply about slowing down to notice these natural cycles and rhythms in your life. And so where we're going to begin is by examining that We, as humans, belong to nature. And I think this is really the essence of sensual living. You know, this morning when we were burying the pup, it was just so sweet and so special to see her laying there and to decorate her body with flowers, and then to see little ants crawling up onto her. And it was one of those moments where there is just no getting around the fact that we belong to this earth. And what's both wonderful and somewhat disturbing about being a human is our ability to modify that law. So, for example, you know, as humans, we need sleep. We need, who knows really how many hours of sleep we need a night, but Because of our intellect and because of our modern day inventions, there are many ways that we can modify that need and get by on only four to five hours of sleep or something like that. It's just one small example. And we may be tired and we may not be able to be present, but it's like we as humans have this unique ability to hit the override button on our instinctual knowing. And that override button serves us in many ways and may serve us for weeks or months or even years, but there always comes a moment. There always comes a time, usually when something in life is really not working, 
where we are either led to or driven to a sacred pause. So have you ever had a moment in your life where you or a loved one has gotten really sick or there has been some sort of massive interruption, some sort of hand stuck in the fan blades of your life that at the time felt incredibly frightening and derailing, but that in retrospect gave you the opportunity to slow down and to be present in a way that you would never have been able to be without that interruption. And so knowing that, what I want to share with you are ways that we can not only intentionally take the sacred pause, but we can get really good at no longer resisting the pause that is already there. You know, this morning with the pup, it made me so, so grateful. The amount of practice that I've had with this, the amount of practice I've had with the sacred pause, because when this wrench in my day got, you know, thrown in, I intuitively knew how to just press pause on everything in my day and actually be there and actually be present and not be distracted by my obligations or, you know, the things that I had planned. I was very, it was very easy for me to adapt. And that is in part because of the way that I have practiced honoring the fertile space of a pause, whether I want to or not. And so the first tool that I want to offer you is something called wait a beat. And a really simple way to practice this one is with your devices, your electronics. So we're all familiar with the ding of a text message and the impulsive picking up of the phone or the tweet of an email coming in and the clicking open. And I'm not going to tell you not to pick up your phone or not to open your email. What I am going to invite you to do is rather than doing it impulsively, is to just wait a beat. So that ding happens, you wait a beat, and then you pick up your phone. That ding happens in your email, you pause, you feel, you breathe, even if it's just one second. And you can still open your email, open your phone, whatever it is. It's not about changing the act itself, but it's more about interrupting that sweep of impulse with the very simple practice of just wait a beat. This tool reminds me of what one of my teachers, Susan Piver, says about meditation, which is that, you know, it's very common to believe that meditation is a practice of thinking less or stopping your thoughts. But Susan often says that meditation is about four simple steps. So if you're in meditation and you notice yourself thinking, great, you've done step one. Step one is to notice. Step two is to label it thinking. Step three is to let the thought go. And step four is to begin again. So notice, label, let go, begin again. And what I love about that is that, you know, when people come to my workshops or come to coach with me, it's about embodiment and it's about sensuality. But what's really underneath that intention 
is that they desire to feel more rooted in the power of the slowest part of themselves and to not feel as swept up in the tsunami of other people's opinions or other people's expectations for their choices and decisions to come from that pearl, that jewel of authenticity deep, deep within. And so one of the ways that we can do that is that when we notice ourselves getting swept up in that impulse is just to pause, wait a beat, and then go on with whatever it is that impulse is telling to do, but doing it from a place of intention. Number two is a practice in your body that I'd like to invite you to do with me right now. So what I want you to do right now is circle your shoulders. So circling your shoulders back, I'm doing it right now myself, up to the earlobes, down the back, circling the shoulders, circling the shoulders. And now pause. And now I want you to do the exact same thing, but I want you to only go as fast as the slowest part of you. And so this may feel uncomfortable and it will probably feel like you're doing it wrong. But tuning in as best you can to that slowest part of you and saying, you're going to set the pace. You're at the steering wheel now, sweetie. And just notice how that feels. And then when you're ready, you can let your shoulders come back to stillness and just take a moment to reflect. What did you just learn from your body that no wisdom on a book or no wisdom on a podcast could ever tell you? What was your felt sense experience from trusting the slowest part of yourself? The next jewel of wisdom around the sacred pause is especially suited for those of you who may tend to answer before you actually have an answer. (laughs) So in that moment when somebody asks you if you want to go out to lunch or want to bake for some party or, you know, some task that you may or may not want to do, but you don't even have time to think about it because before you know it, the answer yes is just leaping out of your mouth like a salmon swimming upstream. And this tool to take the sacred pause is one really simple sentence, which is, let me check in with myself on that. Let me just take a moment with that. And so something important to know is that when yes or no are the only two options on the table, we will impulsively tend to choose the one that has the least friction. We will also tend to choose the one that gets us the quickest reward. So I I don't think I've ever been asked to bake brownies for a bake sale, but just let's, let's just say hypothetically, that's what you were asked. And the quickest part of your mind wants the love and validation of the person who's asking and notices that there's less friction on that path than there is on the path of no, then whether you want to or not, your impulsive mind 
will probably respond with a yes. And that's because saying no requires more energy than you may have available at that moment. However, what requires a neutral level of energy is, let me just get back to you. Let me check in with myself. Let me press pause. Let me feel into that. And if you feel in in that moment and there's still not a clear answer, can I text you in an hour and let you know? Just take the sacred pause. Everybody is entitled to a little sacred pause. And so to close, I want to just invite you into one last practice, which is the practice of transition. So as we wrap up this episode, whatever you're doing, if you're washing the dishes or if you're laying in bed, after this episode's completes, you're going to have a new experience. And if you've ever practiced yoga, you may know that where we tend to lose most of our energy is in transitions. So if you're going from downward dog to low lunge, you might be feeling super, super peaceful and at home in your own skin. And then you got to get into low lunge and your mind's got to start working and you lose that mindfulness in that transition and you lose a lot of energy that way. And so as we transition out of this episode, I invite you to take your own little sacred pause to wait a beat, to really be in the transition as you now prepare to have a new experience. If you resonated with this episode, I would love to hear about it in a review. You can head over to schoolofsensualliving.com slash review. And also, if you resonated with this episode, I would especially recommend that you check out the Embodying Confidence video series. That video series is about displaying confidence through your body language, but what it's really about is mindful movement that generates a sense of safety and the sacred pause inside your body so that it's reflected in your words, in your behavior, in your thoughts and in your energy. And so if you'd like to check that out, schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. For more tools, inspiration, and community in the art of sensual living, head over to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free course in how to embody genuine confidence through the secrets of powerful feminine body language. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to check it out today.